Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show with a bunch of military veterans where each and every day we have encouraging conversations designed to feed the mind, strengthen the body, enrich the spirit, and grow your tribe. I am still your co-host, Rob Renz, and I am joined by my two other co-hosts, Matt Mylott and Brandon Pettyjohn. This episode, we're trying to have it sponsored uh, by, by <laughs> Asshawk, is, is what we believe the name of this energy drink is. Matt, is, can you confirm or deny that this is... I have no idea. Asshawk, what do you, what did, when you saw it, because you brought it, you were the deliverer of the energy drinks today. I thought it was A-Shock. A-Shock? But, Brandon, your first thought was... Asshawk. <laughs> when you need energy and you need to work your ass off, try Asshawk. No, but I thought you said Asshawk. I I don't I have no idea, but we're gonna. That would we're be gonna, an amazing name for an ass, ass shock. Yeah, ass shock. That would be a good. I could. That, say the, that sounds like me after Taco. Have though. you seen Have you seen the CEO? I think it's a Bang Energy Bang, yeah. drinks. Yeah, 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 like that He's got guy. A comb over. Yeah, come over, but he like gels it up with like Dep Number yeah, Nine. Yeah, he looks like oh, yeah. like Wall Street circa ninety three. Yeah. Yes. It's, yes. Yeah. It's like if Jordan Belfort never went to prison, that's what the Bang Energy drink guy looks like. But he would absolutely come up with an energy drink called Ass Shock. And it would probably sell out. Would you purchase it, Matt, if it legit said ass shock on it? <laughs> Once a year, I'd sit outside yes. of AVN yeah. and I would just pitch it. <laughs> Not catch it, I would pitch it. Yeah. Hey, Matt, I've noticed that since, uh, since we started the show, you've been on, on your phone. Uh, is that because you're trying to catch up for months and months of months no. of having the iPhone 6 and no, now you're back up to the 12? Phone. Yeah. Well, I've never had a 12. Yeah, the one I lost was an eleven. So this is this is actually an upgrade. So this it's a net win new for territory. you. Sorry, <laughs> Matt Mylot is in the twenty first century. Uh, I was just responding to that text that I referred to. Bob, carry on, Staff yeah. Sergeant. Carry on, Staff Sergeant. You have been remarkably um, engaged though in the group threads today since you've gotten the new phone. I've noticed ease of use. Ease of use is that what it High is? High speed, low drag. It's How like... you you as somebody who gets frustrated about things? How frustrating was it having the iPhone six? I don't know. I I think I had just like resolved to it, and I was like, "It is what it is." So, like my phone, when it would frustrate me, I'd just literally walk just away. Stop. From it. Yeah, stop using it altogether. Brandon, we got a great show lined up. We're finally going to explain the burn the ships flag. Let's do it. But before we do, as a lawman, how long will you wait at a green light until you honk at somebody before, if if they're ahead of you and they haven't moved, what's the length of time before you give them a little honk? I think uh, the uh, using the reasonable person standard, I'd say three Mississippis. Three Mississippis. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Uh, yeah, I I would say that's absolutely. And then when you when you get to the third Mississippi, are you like kind of gentle on the horn, or are you at that point you're like like we got to get no, it moving no, here, no. guy? Uh, just just a little, just a little, touch. little tap. Yeah, I have just to let you know. I have found myself counting the three Mississippis, because I agree with you, and then I will, like, I'll do this, like, flutter tap, because I'm nervous that I'll come at it too hard, yes. and then yeah, I'll yeah. honk it too hard, mm -hmm. and that the person who's just, I'm just giving them a gentle reminder. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, traffic communication needs tool. here. Exactly, yeah, communication yeah. tool. I don't want them to derive anything about my character sure. because of how I honked my horn. Do you do the same? Yeah, no, because I, I, I think there is some correlation between how you act in public and who you are. Mm. Just like the shopping cart. Have you heard of the shopping cart theory yeah no i please elaborate i think i have my own my own theory about it so the shopping cart theory is basically you can tell a person you can tell a person's personality based on what they do with the shopping yes. cart if you leave it next to your spot you're an inconsiderate prick and you don't care about anybody else if you take it back 
then you at least have some uh, general decorum and some respect for laws in society. Have you ever seen Cartnarks no. on YouTube? No, Wait, but now hold I... Hold on, though. Well, we've moved do you on take real it, quick. Do you take, are you taking it all the way back to the store? No, or to the you, corral. To, if you put it back corral, in the corral... See, called see I... Uh, I worked at Publix grocery stores was my first my first ever job. So you understand that m- more than anybody. I get it. I'm the guy who will collect other carts in the parking lot and bring them back for the other people. But I always bring it up to the store because Publix up until only just a couple years ago never had corrals in their parking lots. It was like George Jenkins, the guy who founded Publix, was like, we are not doing that. So everybody always brought their carts. It was like Kmart parking lot from like 1990. <laughs> oh my like shopping carts were just all over and the place. All over the place. Hey, Aldi had the greatest model. You yeah, you got to pay a quarter for it. I never good. knew that. I We went to Aldi one time and it was like, I was trying, I was ripping key. on this golf cart and the guy's like, a you got to. Uh, Jeez. Shopping cart. <laughs> like, He's going to like, all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Double wide lanes, just strolling <laughs> through. So the reasonable man, reasonable amount of time is what you said. Three, Three Mississippis. Mississippi. Yep. Matt, what about you? Are you... As a former law enforcement officer. And, but you are notably an, uh, a somewhat of an aggressive driver. So... Yeah, I would say I w- I'm probably three to four. Three to four? Yeah. And then are you getting on... Are you getting after the horn when... When you know, oh yeah, you oh, you totally. hit that third Mississippi, totally. fourth Mississippi. With my car, it's nice because all I gotta do is just kind of like, ex- like hit the accelerator a little bit. And it's just like, Whoo! yeah. <laughs> is it, it? But you're an aggressive honker. No. Like, are you gonna get? Are you gonna apply? How many pounds of pressure are you going to apply to the horn of the Subaru WRX? If if it's a legit like trying to avoid a collision, which is the only time you're supposed to use it, mm-hmm. it's I'm like smashing it. Okay. Yeah. To, well, but if it's just somebody who's sitting at a green light that, no, that is distracted, bump. just a little bump. Yeah, just a little now, love I bump. Will, for, I will say I am a I am a extreme um, person when it comes to how I act in the car, meaning I won't honk, but I'm going to I'm going to MF you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the yeah. my way. Yeah. What are you doing? Actually, I just watched the like, It's Always Sunny clip. He's like, bridge the gap. Bridge the gap. You piece of shit. Is that, Char- is that Charlie or Dennis? That was Dennis. Dennis, gosh. That's so good. That dude, Dennis Howerton, that character was on. Un- or Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. Dennis yeah. was just, uh, that, that whole show was so perfectly cast. Oh, yeah. That's like, and, and they just, they all wrote it themselves, right? It was like yeah. the Goodwill hunting of Philadelphia television. And everybody's or, married. Yeah, everybody's, yeah, right? Yeah, Charlie's married to the waitress. Yep. And yeah, that's a fantastic show. I, I'm only asking, I'm only bringing up the green light thing because today I was at, I was turning left off of South Car onto, I don't know what it is up there in North Chase. It's like blue clay and then it's car again. I don't, I have no idea. There you go. TK said it. Uh, I, I had Madeline in the car and the light had literally just turned green. I wasn't distracted. I wasn't looking at my phone. I was looking in the rear view mirror, talking to Madeline. Oh, you were the victim in this. I was the vi- I was the beeped, not the beepor. And I, it was lightning fast. And this guy was on his horn, like held it down. Not like, uh, not like a courteous, like, hey, just letting you know. What was he driving? A Tacoma, Toyota Tacoma. Like the, mm. the kind of pewter, pewterish color. Not the black one, not the gray one. It was the one who said he didn't put a lot of thought into what color his Tacoma would be. Yeah. Well, the same thing with the choice was, of a truck, right? He, yeah. He didn't want a full size, so he got a. It, this is a very indecisive person. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he would be. He would be the guy who would leave the shopping cart in. Oh, without a doubt. Without mm-hmm. a doubt. But I was. I was. Um, 
when I tell you I saw an extreme amount of red, mm. I was like ready to pull. I was ready to stop right there in the middle of South Car, get out and be like, "What's the rush, dude? What? Where? Why are you so important? What do you have to do that's so important that you would be that rude?" And I told I could I could determine all of that about this man's personality just from the honk of a horn. I'm on your side, 100. That guy's the scum of the earth. I don't know. I've had my bad days though too. <laughs> yeah. I've had what, I've what, had my bad days where I, I look back and I'm like, yeah, damn, yeah, man, yeah, dude, yeah, that yeah. was we've that all was been, a total we've, dick. We've all been that guy in a traffic incident where I think we'd probably want to walk it back a few steps. But you know what's crazy though is like traffic incidents have a tendency to turn like violent. Yeah, and uh, I've been a part. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy, like you know, it's like. You're in your own little world in your car, you know, you pick your nose because you don't think anybody can see it, and it's some lady's fucking staring at you, you know, <laughs> knuckle deep in your nose. But then, like, for some reason, like, someone does something to make you mad, and, you know, there's videos of people shooting at each other, yeah. and it, traffic incidents can There was, can there was a crazy. stabbing at the Circle K right by the airport, the new one, as you come in. Yeah. What? Yeah, there was a stabbing yeah. in broad daylight. I was there that day. I was at the VA and, like, showed up afterwards. And it was, I think it was, was it like because of some zero? kind of traffic altercation. <laughs> it was when you left there. <laughs> All of Wilmington PD came out. They're like, we yeah. got a stabbing! <laughs> was it and fatal? It, no, no. The guy was, the guy was in so critical, fun. I think, oh, for a little while. Matt's only showing up if there's a, what, if there's a 187? Is Did I get the penal code right? In California, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know what the North Carolina here. penal codes are. What's, what's, what's penal code for a murder here in North uh, Carolina? No, idea. no, I thought yeah. we did. We looked it up, remember? It's 14 death something. I don't, yeah, maybe we did. Yeah, it was like four, It was like 14A6 or, I, yeah, I don't know. All right, well, we'll let our Signal Fire listeners be the ultimate arbiter of how long is an, a reasonable amount of time before you honk at somebody at a green light. But I was actually very proud of myself, Matt, because I, I did not let my base instincts get the better of me. I was like, no, people recognize this vehicle. Madeline's in the car. I got a lot to lose. That's the worst part, dude, is when you have, oh, God. Yeah. When you have your kids with you, and yeah. then when they get to the point where they're conscious of what's going on, right. and then they see you do something, and you're like, oh, dear child, why... Did you have to witness that? Yeah. <laughs> the worst is my four-year-old, like, one time, she was like, Daddy, why didn't you stop at that light? And I was like, well, you know, it was yellow turning red. And... Yeah, you find yourself having to explain something that they have no pretext or context yeah, of know at all. With, so, yeah. yeah, like, hey, you're supposed to you know, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the rules. In preschool, yellow means slow down. <laughs> no, red means stop. Yeah, yeah, Don't right, worry right. about it. It's... And for the record, I don't admit to committing a crime. I'm yeah, just, no, this is no, a yeah, hypothetical well, situation. If it had occurred, I can neither confirm nor deny matt um last week on last week's episode we talked about system of a down by the way oh, i yes. gotta give a shout out to nate okay because nate he, reardon yeah he called me last night they're heading he's heading up to another property they bought in blowing rock so he's good for them anyways he's like dude oh, that's i just listened third? to last week's episode yeah and he's like <laughs> i mean he was like serious about it. he was like that was a really good episode man i mean it was it was just really awesome. And Nate like, doesn't oh, get excited. Nate doesn't get, I mean, <clears throat> not that Nate doesn't get excited. But, but to would get be, something like that, that's very significant. But to see his blood, his pulse rise from like 48 to 56, yeah, you know, is commensurate with you, with you or I like going ultimate warrior yeah. on somebody. So I was super stoked and I wanted to nice. uh, pass that on. Nate's it's good and his wife, Nate. Christy, He's a their listener. neighbors, their girls are, are, um, uh, our girls' friends, and anyways, part of like the neighborhood crew. You probably did. Part of you, and 
Yeah, you probably back did. when they Matt used girls. to do those backyard barbecue parties. Yeah, I've been invited back, so I must yeah. have done something wrong. No, it, in the early years, in 2021 <laughs> and 22, like it was every Thursday, like clockwork. But hey, man, you guys do anything? You want to come over to the backyard this weekend? My we inbox done is our, dry. Our weekly, I and mean, we've been doing this every other week. So, but we haven't done. We used to do like a monthly get together yeah. with the boys. We did. I actually went to Brewers Kettle yesterday. It's the first time I think I've been to Brewers Kettle. I know, Matt's. Matt's you said that, and I was like. I know. First, I mean, <laughs> part of me was angry and part of me was so joyful. Yeah, it was nice, man. You know, the weather's been great since we had that rainstorm, which uh, was nuts over the weekend. Um, but it's been nice the last couple of days. Sat outside, had a great conversation. I Who had did you a, meet with? Can you say that? Yeah, Chris Capone from Capone and Associates. Oh, yeah, good guy. I haven't met him yet, but fractional I'm looking CFO. Forward to it. Yeah, CFO. yeah. What, what do they do? He sounds like a uh, basically chief financial officer. It's an executive level, kind of like the top financial dog in an organization. Oh no shit! Yeah, but he does. (laughs) But he says fractional, right? So he'll go work for different medium-sized companies as their CFO, but part-time. Mostly, so they're on retainer. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Yeah. you see a lot of these professional services going to that. You know, the lawyers have had it figured out all the time, right? Because they've always been retained legal counsel. Um, but but late HR, I mean, late HR, fractional HR, fractional CPO, chief people officers, fractional CFO. I just met a fractional CMO. So instead of just like lumping themselves to one company, you know, they'll spread themselves out over four or five different organizations. Makes sense. I, do, I have something we talked about with your organization where it's like, like a general counsel package yeah. that I do for, for small businesses. Oh, I want to see that general counsel package, if you know what I'm saying. I've right? seen it. Hey, <laughs> it's not substantial. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! What was this talking about? Oh yeah, Matt. So back to Ash Shock. So, two, so yeah, back to Ash Shock. This episode brought to you by Ash Shock. Um, <laughs> Matt, oh my God. Matt's been Matt's uh, given propped me up for a long, long time, saying I can kind of do the Monday Night Football guy voice. Oh, yeah. and oh. well. It's it's brought just, to you by Ashok. Yeah, ooh, you never see ooh. the dude's face, but yeah, it's always yeah. in the transition as they're the, the out the outro when you're going to yeah, commercials. Yeah. I like that. You know, brought to you my progress. I think we're actually. I think this is going to be the first time that we've tried to like thirst trap a sponsor into actually sponsoring us. Yeah, no, Ashok, we could do a lot for you. <laughs> I mean, we're talking rebranding. We're talking Dude, marketing. I'm telling you, the more you think about it, you're just like, especially with Marines, yep. you'd be like, yeah, we get this. I'm putting this. I'm putting this. We've been working on the ads that we can't release, you know? So anytime mm-hmm. we do a video production for somebody, we just throw in this quirky, goofy little ad as part of Signal Fire Media's marketing campaign. So this is an ad we can't we can't release, Matt. I expect notes and a script. What do you mean? By Monday. I think you're right. We're just going to cut we're just going to cut a goofy ad for Ash Shock here. And this... I'm seeing it as I'm seeing it as Attitude Era WWE characters and your your wrestler name and this is intellectual property now, right? It's on the public yeah, record. It's we on it. Your 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 wrestling name would be Ash Shock. And you just you just like you it just uh, stone cold Steve Austin two of these things <laughs> and guzzle them in a ringside yes. before you start giving 100%. people the finishing the finishing move of oh just jumping gosh. on them with your ass. So two things. One, it does say manufactured <laughs> for a shock beverage LLC. So oh, it's definitely in ass plain shock. English. It's definitely ash. It's shock, definitely yeah. ash shock. Second, all right. So a friend of mine, his dad was a was a D three football coach in our small hometown. And uh, Franklin, Indiana, Franklin College, and and he was, it was like, he was giving a speech, and their their thing was shock the conference. Well, 
during this pep rally, he goes, <laughs> and we're going to shock the conference. <laughs> and didn't know. Just like the nicest, sweetest guy. Was it just know. like a normal, like, like you know shocker. some people talk with their hands? No, no, was no, it no. a normal <laughs> Someone thing said that, that this was the shock. No. He was like, we're going to shock the conference. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm putting that up there with the bi curious story. Yeah, that one's good. right that's up there. What kind of conference was it? Uh, no, like shock the conference. Like, like the, the football, like the football conference. conference. Like. It was a pep rally, and they were going to go, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's so funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about, Matt? We got totally off. Oh, ass shock. Oh, ass shock. <laughs> ass shock. Two weeks ago, you, this is actually, maybe we, can get, maybe we can get Dwayne The Rock Johnson to help us out on this. DJ, he and I are on speaking terms. He put out, this made me think on the way over. He put a video out of him working out, and do you know who the rapper Tech 9 is? Is that a familiar? It's about drive. It's yeah. about power. Yeah, you you remember Tech Nine? Yeah, he you was, remember Tech he Nine, Brandon? Was, were you guys ever West really Coast. into him? No. Yeah, no, he was from uh, Kansas City, Missouri. But he was considered a West Coast rap, right? Yes, he was considered mm. a West Coast rap. You are correct. Well done, Matthew. He always had some like really like thought provoking. Yeah, you know, he's a good lyricist, really yeah, good lyricist. Sure. I remember I got introduced to him um, in two. It was it had to be early two thousand four by another Marine. His name was. PFC Smith. He had a, he had like a really weird. It's not a fucking original name. Yeah, really, real original name. Oh, I knew um, him. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he. I listened to Absolute Power and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. So I've been like a Tech Nine fan for like 20, 25 years, however long that's been. Dwayne the Rock Johnson put out a video of him working out, and it was Tech Nine and Serge Tarkanian from System of a Down. And two thousand and four, Lance Corporal Rob came out. And I was ready. You came out? I, yeah. Good for you, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. man. The white rib turtleneck sweater. All the things came out. All the, yeah. <laughs> the blue suede what, what is that called? What's that called, Matt? The, the white ribbed, you know. Turtleneck? Oh, turtleneck. You said turtleneck. I thought you said tank top. Oh, no, turtleneck. You know, like NSYNC. <laughs> yeah. JT wore one back well, in the day. Did you guys have a nickname for that kind of tank top over in, over in your part of the world? A white beater? Yeah, white beater. Okay. <laughs> what what else you, do you call it? Just wanted to get you to say it so that way I can edit this all together and send something, <laughs> send something nice to Sarah. <laughs> and the incredulity that you just Dude, did you it with is the white beater. On. Like that's going to be perfect. You can't cancel. I'm sorry, we're not canceling culture, and that's part of like American history. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, people say that white people don't have culture. What about white feeders? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing that we brought. That's the one thing that we brought. And blue Timberlands. Well, I don't know, man. Potato salad. Potato I mean, salad. I, we've yeah. given the world a yeah, lot. Yeah, we've given Dude, them some I stuff. Dude, I feel like white feeders kind of came from Mexico. Maybe I don't know. I, well, you were you grew up in an area that was very racially diverse in terms of you had like dude. I'm talking Mexicans back in the and, '50s, like yeah, East LA, yeah, black or uh, khaki dickies well, and a wife beater. The '50s and a bandana. Not the '50s. No, the I'm, '50s I'm saying, in Los Angeles was different. You didn't see the big immigration wave into into Los Angeles until like the '80s and '90s. You're talking about you're talking about like the Vatos. Right with yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but they, I mean they Dickies they go. In a, in I, I want to say they started like in the late fifties, maybe maybe in the sixties. I don't know, but I mean they've been doing that for a long time. It wasn't like an eighties thing. This you, is the most confusing conversation. Yeah, I know because nobody know. knows a single. Thing. Yeah, no, right now Matt and I are speaking. <laughs> We're Mandar just interpreting Mandarin. what we know based on our life wild experience. speculation yeah. about where wife beaters. We're came speaking around. Mandarin and Cantonese to Shut each up, other. counsel. <laughs> I'm just a mediator, okay? Oh, just a mediator. We're just oh. engaging in some civil rhetoric. Well, I don't know what made me think about that, but I just I was amazed that those two people were on a song together, and I listened to it. Wait, it was, I mean, what kind of was it? A rap? It's song? It's a rap song. It's a rap song with with System of a Down on it, and I I was like, 
this is how out of touch I am. I think this is the point that I'm trying to make from this. I was like, oh my gosh, why are Tech Nine and Surge making a song together? So I go and I research from 2013. It was Shit, an ultimate no. letdown because I thought it was brand new. I thought I was going to come in here with a new piece of information. Something and, my lot would do right there. And exactly. <laughs> that's something iPhone 6 Matt would do. <laughs> and it's just a huge letdown. It was like a lead balloon. When did Princess Di die? <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> I'm dumb and dumber. We landed on the moon. We landed on the Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I felt. That's exactly how I felt. Did you know that was an improvised line? No. They, like, had to cut it off right after that because everybody started busting up. Yeah, laughing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many, how many, like... Great line. Like, here's looking at you, kid, was a totally improvised line from Casablanca. He just added the kid into it, and it totally makes the line. And there's, like, nice. so many other... There's, like, I've tried to who come play, up... Who played across from him? Can you name her? Who? From Humphrey H Bogart? Yeah. Lauren Bacall. I don't know. Ingrid Bergman. Oh, wow. Look at you, dude. Yeah, bro. Did you go to high school with her? No. <laughs> oh, Molly Ringwald went to my high school, though. <laughs> Here we go! Now on season three, who had who had the office pool for when Matt brings up that Molly Ringwald went to his high school? On season three, episode episode five, ring the bell. Somebody's getting something something free. This show is over. This, yeah, that's it. That's Thanks it. for coming. Turn Come it back off. next time. Turn Turn it it off. How rad is that? Because that she Molly was Ringwald like, went to your high school. Was, no, we've discussed yeah, it. She was. She's like the icon of the. <laughs> 80s pop culture, dude, to me. Every season, it's the exact same. Would it, would it be upsetting to you if I didn't know who that was? Yeah. What has she been in? 16 Candles. You really don't know who Molly Ringwald is? Breakfast Club? The Breakfast Red Club? Yeah. Yeah, the oh, Red yeah. Chick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she, was, she was a heartthrob for the... Well, you, Matt was earlier 80s than us, so by the time yeah, we, yeah, were, yeah, yeah. we were conscious of movies, yeah, 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 Molly yeah, 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 Ringwald had kind yeah, 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 yeah. of moved on. Because what? Breakfast Club was 84. Five eighty six, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then and sixteen candles was somewhere around there. Yeah, too. like eighty three or eighty four. But she was she was like a she was like a, the hot ticket for like three yeah, or four yeah, years. For sure. and then see for me it was Elizabeth Shue. She was the first one that I can remember from that time because Karate Kid, Adventures mm -hmm. in, in Babysitting, like those were the first movies that I can remember, and they were a little bit later than Sixteen Candles and Breakfast Club. Yeah. Elizabeth Shue I mean, still got it, dude. Mind you, I was six I've years old when, when these movies came out. Sure, I've been right. minded. I wasn't like thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> but you started formulating those memories at a very yeah, hundred percent. Well, you're, and with you're advanced. my sister being a year older than me, so that's what it was yeah. for me. Shannon was twelve years older, so like I had access Jeez. to all this stuff much younger. Yeah, that's I know, right? It's a big mom a big and dad gap. were like, "Hi." <laughs> I can't imagine having a freaking ten year old and being like, you know what? Uh -huh. Let's add yeah. something else to this equation. And the and the even funnier part of it is that my dad was home for one day that year that I was conceived and it was the fourth of July. And then he went back to the Philippines. So we're not even sure about paternity, is we're what not it, I don't <laughs> no. know that the chain of custody has been no, completely. It's, it's pretty established. apparent if you've ever met his, yeah. His, yeah. Mo yeah, yeah. his mother is a woman of honor. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. But do you think it's possible? Like thirty eight years? Let's just let's play. But what a does your let's dad do say? Exercise. What does your dad tell everybody? What? That he should have jerked off? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my dad's favorite joke. That's my dad's favorite joke to tell when he meets my friends. That he intentionally Literally, doesn't remember him. your name of. Like, hey, hey Mart. Like yeah, it's Mark, it's Matt, Mitch, Mark, Mark, Mike. Mike. Yeah, um, that's just like the uh, like there was like a meme a long time ago, like during the big surge, and this like woman had like welcome back from nine month deployment, daddy, and she was like six months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but they had like R and R. Yeah, there, of course, so. <laughs> of course. That, that, those jokes will never get old. I don't think no. you know. And I I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be in the Marine Corps today. Is it still? Do you think they still make that joke? 
that like when when somebody's on deployment, oh yeah, Jody, you're gonna lose Jody your wife and girlfriend. Forever. Jody lives forever. Jody lives okay. on. I think I don't, dude. I don't know, man. You know, I mean, you you don't. They don't say kill anymore. My first like almost three years in the Marine Corps, like. Kill, kill was, was yeah, it was yeah. just kill. The, that's it. all you heard. And check, now, check, kill, run, fuzzy buddy, run. Yeah, they, yeah, die, motherfucker, die. Like that, those things that were literally staples of like our, my, you know, young Marine experience. And now it's like, well, did we talk about Marine Corps getting rid of scout snipers? Yeah, I think we touched on that a couple weeks ago. We yeah, got rid I of think tanks. We um, we're not supposed to be coming up with ideas on the air. <laughs> Uh, all right, so where were well, we? I was trying to find your Gen Z <laughs> word because it felt like the right time to do it. Just keep uh, talking, talk amongst yourselves. Um, yeah, so anyway, yeah, the Marine Corps changed a lot, I'm sure. I mean, cadences. Yeah, cadences. Dude, and in all honesty, I, ought, I, I don't even think I can relate at all to your Marine Corps experience compared to mine. Probably not, yeah. I mean, just as far as, like, the culture goes, sure. you know? Because, I mean, I was gone in 08, mm-hmm. and... I got in in 08, but... So, I mean, we were in the same well, time. <laughs> well, the last couple of years, I was going through MESEP. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So I wasn't, like, nice. actively serving my last few years. I, nice. can't, I can't remember what your Gen Z word of the day was, Matt. I don't know, but I've been it using felt the like the, It felt the like the ones. right time to sneak it in, because I don't think any of us know what we're talking about right now. No, it's... it's we went from Molly Ringwald to Elizabeth Shue <laughs> to the Scout Sniper. I mean, we are, we are on one right now. It is the direct side effect of Ashok. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to use this in a documentary 12 years later. Be like, you know, like the Four Locos thing was yeah, right, when right. nobody knew what it was. It was like driving all these people nuts or basalt or salvia. This company was putting methamphetamine in. <laughs> right. <laughs> like when hydroxycut was a thing. You yeah, remember that? And yeah. there was legitimate meth in it and everybody was hitting the gym like. Yeah. Well, that's what like the, remember like the gas station boner pills? Yeah. Like, they would just like, they kept finding like methamphetamine yeah. in them and they just like, it was would just, close down the LLC and start a new one and just like tweak the formula. Yeah. Do you think it was, it was just a way to like push, uh, like not launder money, but, to, but yeah. to, to push product. Like they had some drug dealer had a surplus and was like, I have a great idea. Probably. We're going to put a horny <laughs> with eyes like that. Yeah. With eyes like that. It. The bang, <laughs> it's literally Let's the, go. the bang energy drink guy. Um, yeah. I'm, we're going to put a horny goat on a package and we're going to, we're going to sell this at a gas station, but we're really going to put our meth in it. Our surplus meth that we can't get rid of hell yeah dude my first true libo <laughs> libo experience in wilmington you know I, so being a young marine and i had been here for a couple of months but just constantly you know training and being in the field and stuff and we went down to wilmington one night and the plan was to drive back after whatever we did and not stay the night well i remember driving through um sneeds ferry i stopped at the gas station my buddy matt was like, hey, dude, you try these, the killer bees. So oh, I was boy. like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I either, I either took two or four. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, it was such a nightmare. Like I was fine. Like we went dancing, and I was, you know, of was, course you did. And yeah, then right? I was like, hey, I'll drive home. Yeah, you know, I was fine. And dude, you were then probably I, geeked out of your mind. Oh my god! So we got home at like we got back to the barracks at like three a.m. probably. And, dude, I just remember 3 a.m. on Sunday night, I hadn't moved, and I was just, like, in bed, and I had, like, <laughs> circles around my eyes, oh, and I had, like, these cold shits. <laughs> I have to be in formation in two oh, hours. God. I have PT Never next. again. Dude. It was so emotional. And that is, and that is how Matt got hypertension. 
Have you ever sat in a barracks room by yourself if you're not on a getting, Sunday? If you're not getting service-connected disability money for that, you should, because it happened in service. So <laughs> I remember the first time in the fleet that I stayed like in the barracks and some asshole duty NCO went around knocking on doors, and I was like, never again. I'm leaving every weekend yeah. for I the weekend. I will never be here What, looking for, again. like, a working party? Yeah, they would just grab people out of the racks. Or, like, we had, like there was this one staff sergeant that was staff NCO, or staff NCO, I see, or whatever, fuck, getting on people about not shaving on a Saturday. It's like, dude, get, Bro, nobody wants yeah. to be. And that's the difference in the culture, right? We were getting more of the peacetime at that point. And... But that's, that's the shit that needed to go away. I mean, I remember... You think, because I would, I would say that that's what keeps... That's part of the, like... The discipline of the Marine Corps and, and that wh- that stuff that you build that a lot of people don't have, which is like, all right, I know it's going to suck. I like would like to have my personal time, especially now mm-hmm. that we're on the other side because we value our free. I value the hell out of my free time right. when I'm not working. But back then I was 18 or 19, you know, like I feel like those were good lessons, too, at the same time. Like, get your ass up. I need somebody to come help do something. To me, it felt like going to work with dad out in the yard. I don't know. It's like, oh, somebody cares about me. Yeah, I'm going to okay. go, go rake Next, these Next, we're going to explore Rob's daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Maybe you should have jerked off, man. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking more of like the dudes that were like high and tights, super clean cut yeah. on a Friday night, and then they're yelling at some junior Marine at Blockbuster yeah. who's mm-hmm. wearing a yeah, hat. Yeah, there's a right way and a wrong way to do right. it, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But still, it's like, yeah, dude... Like, this is, I'm off base. I'm yeah. not in uniform. I'm on my private right. time. What do you mean, take my cover off? This is a freaking, like, this is a, tri- yeah. this is a baseball oh, hat, man. Baseball I witnessed camp. this happen. And I want to say it was one of my buddies that I was with. And I was like, what the hell was yeah. that? I'm like, no, that ain't going to be me. No, 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 no. I don't yeah. like any of that guy. Yeah. Well, those people, I think, in any, whether it's in the military, in society, these are the, these are the, the parking lot. Uh, shopping cart people at the same time too. Like they become, they become sor- somewhat isolated by all the normal people, and are like, dude, that's not. Like, d- is there enough? Is there enough people that are like willing to put them in their place so that way they kind of regulate and come sort of down the middle of the road instead of being wild parking lot Some, shopping cart fall through the cracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. But they they are valuable lessons whether you liked it or not. You know, there's. You know, it, just the way that we kind of handle ourselves and put ourselves together as Marines and then also just being veterans. Um, you know, just the way that, you, I, you know, tuck like a dress shirt in. You know, people leave it all puffy. I yeah. still do like the duck. Oh, that drives me nuts, man. I yeah. can't stand all, all that shirt fabric stays, around dude. me. When, 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 I, was, dude, when I was on patrol, dude, I was dressed like a freaking, like. Officer my lot? Would, <laughs> yeah, you take pride in that, man. But, but dude, I wore shirt stays. And yeah. man, my shit was like oh, I'd get up from tackling cop. somebody. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like whoosh. speaking of <laughs> shirts, just like speaking perfect. of which, Jenna Jenna informed me in a very nice way yesterday. She's like, "You're kind of becoming a little bit of a slob," and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I had on sweatpants and a dirty Riker safety yellow T-shirt on yesterday, and I had meetings. They with have prospects. maple syrup stains and like it was cigarette ashburns. It's ash one burns. of my work shirts. <laughs> It was one of my work shirts. So he moves sta- to the country for five minutes and he turns. <laughs> I know. I know. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, maybe you're right. Maybe I am becoming a bit of a slob. She was like, you met with prospects? And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, are they going to do business with you? I'm like, yeah. This is your wife? Jenna. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because we met with a couple people yesterday about starting a podcast on the network. And so they, but they're all willing to move forward. But she, I, I just took a minute and I was like, you know what? You're right. I, I have kind of become a little bit of a slob, I think. But there's there's a significant value in your significant other checking you yeah. at, at points because if if not then you're just like in a yes man situation. 
no, it's not Matt something you want, it. but it's like no, I agree. You know, like when I met my wife, I was wearing nothing but Abercrombie and Hollister, and she threw all that shit away. Did she? Like, Did you have a puka shell? Get, Did you have a puka shell necklace? Was it still in? I didn't have that. I was. That was still during the time of double. Which, pop by the way, that, that but that passport picture that you put up the other day. Oh Mint. my! Matt wouldn't have seen it. it. I don't think uh, Matt. pre-marine corps. You do. Yeah, this Marine is corps. this is. He looks like he was in that that uh, crazy town band or. The one that did come, my lady, like sugar, sugar fly, sugar ray. I mean, Dude, so he would guys... fit right in in Panama City Beach come in 2000. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. You guys remember LFO? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Steal my sunshine. He, dude, which you don't know how horrible that song is until you go back and listen to it <laughs> and watch the video. It's still amazing. It is, it, it's, it's so still amazing. Awful. Dude, so three dudes were members. They're all dead now. Really? really? The, the third one, and I think all three of them died of like suspicious circumstances, Whoa. but like. Yeah, and they're all like... Maybe there's you know. a documentary there, Matt. Dude, you look straight out of, like, Cocoa Beach, bro. <laughs> Matt, there's Just a documentary go, that go we... go for it. We got to do some uh, investigative journalism <laughs> on the uh, strange surroundings of the LFO deaths. Maybe they all had exposure to a toxic chemical... I could be totally ...that had a latency period, and it all just kind of started hitting, you know? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they, all, maybe they all did some weird drugs at some point, and... Maybe it, it t- well, I'm saying not maybe that they were doing drugs. Yeah, I'm saying maybe they took. That's a, what they were doing. You think probably. so? Oh, yeah. that was totally an ecstasy. Wasn't MDMA you know a thing, thing back then too? Well, that oh, is probably. ecstasy. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. We do officer. know one thing. <laughs> it wasn't ass shock. It wasn't ass shock. <laughs> it certainly wasn't ass shock. It would have uh, been a lot better if it was. A whole lot better if it was. A whole lot better if it was. Um. So Matt, where, why, why, why did LFO come up? Where in your because that totally threw well, me Well, because you just brought up Crazy Town, and that was kind of the same genre okay. of just, like, shit. How good did Brandon look in that, though? In that Dude, photo? no. Like, that's a kid that I'd be like, he's cool. Yeah. If, hey, you, haven't, if hey. you haven't seen the photo that we're referencing, go over to Instagram or TikTok. Was your hair bleached? Find Port City Attorney. Yeah, it was. We used to do that for wrestling. We just bleached what year, it. What year was that photo taken? 2006 or seven. Okay, so, yeah. So, bleached hair was still very much a thing. Yeah, it was like double pop collar. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. just real douchey. Real douchey. Real douchey. Was that your worst phase? Yeah, you know, I went between like a little like punk phase where mm-hmm. I was in some like garage punk bands, and then like I just like would go to the long hair and then bleach it, and you know, just a lost soul till like, yeah. I joined the United States Marine Corps, and they took my soul. I continued being a lost soul <laughs> even through the Marine Corps because I, I went I went through I went through my ghetto phase, which I had absolutely no reason. What, what was like your go-to? Like I'm gonna bump this in my Honda Civic. Oh, it would have been Outcast, Three Six Mafia, um, and it was Volkswagen Jetta, by the way. Okay. Um, dude, I love my, that Outcast is your like ghetto go-to. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot sorry, like Ms. Southern Jackson. stuff. Like, yeah, I would not well, call it was, Outcast ghetto. It was ghetto. well before. It was well before. <laughs> that is like well it was before that album. Okay. It was before that album. So yeah, it would have yeah. been like Aquimini, um, Southern Playlistic, Cadillac, Funky Music, like the older stuff. AT Aliens and I think the, no, not Jamiroquai. What? I remember. Not that was a cool Jamiroquai. music video, though. He was, like, dancing on that piano thing. But Ooh. nobody ever heard of him after that. No, I know. But he was But awesome. I had Blue Timberlands. That's how, like, Carolina Blue Timberlands. And I bought him up at the mall at Jacksonville. Just, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. With, with, like, my first pay out of MOS school, I bought Blue Timberlands. Where, it, where was your MOS school? Dover, Delaware. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. First, it was at Camp Lejeune, and then it was on the <laughs> That was a nice moment, guys. Why is, I don't know. It just yeah. feels, like, comfortable. Yeah. Matt Matt does get aggressively in people. I, I'm like, fine with it. I'll be riding in the car with him. I don't know what to do with, with my hands, man. I'll be riding in the car with him, and he will... 
he will do like the 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 hip pat and hold for a long time as if I'm his wife. As like a, just like yeah, he'll just hold it there for a little bit and he'll just be driving and I'm like, Matt! I feel like I'm back in the Boy Scouts. That was four Mississippis. <laughs> oh yeah. That was that was four Mississippis. Don't raise your boys you in your, <laughs> Keeping your hand on my on my thigh for an aggressively long Sorry, amount of time. I get that from my dad. So oh, is thank Dylan you. a little handsy there? <laughs> he always has been. <laughs> This is taking a like, while. No, 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 not like that. But <laughs> we dude, haven't like, gotten gr- one piece of substance in this. Growing up, yet. like I couldn't stand my dad going to walk past me because he'd always like flick me or pinch me or something. <laughs> and it got to the point where when I became like I don't know twelve or thirteen, I was like, Dad, do not touch me, don't touch me. <laughs> and now my daughters say that to yeah. me. Yeah, you really just sold that, man. I really felt yeah, that yeah, you yeah. went into character there real quick. Well, yeah. true. It's true. So Reagan and Ryan are like they're over you now at this point. Well, they're also teen and pretty. Yeah, teen. yeah, so yeah. They're, they're it just like, depends. Yeah, Ryan more so than Reagan. How was that transition? Like, was it slow or sudden when they just like became like, "Ew, Dad." Uh, no. I mean, I think it was for Ryan. It was probably like seventh grade, seventh to eighth grade. That time frame is when she kind of started getting, yeah, just yeah, yeah like the more independent, more ballsy to like sure. be rude, and it's just like. What? what? What is going on? Did it hurt you? your heart? No. No. Olivia turns eight, been... turns eight today, and I'm like freaking out about her getting older. Yeah. Well, we all have two girls. Yeah. We have two girls. Girls' dads. It's uh, it's scary. Yeah. Oh, you want to hear something scary. funny? Yes, I do. <laughs> totally out of the blue. Um, like so... all of your, like all of your music. <laughs> That's why in every episode gets the people going. Every, if everything, <laughs> if everything is out of the blue, what is not out of the blue? Bingo. Bingo. Never out of the red. <laughs> That's why we recommend Ash Shock <laughs> Blue Raspberry. Fucking sponsor. <laughs> it was. Uh, I got up early Saturday morning to go see. I was up at Sarah's parents ranch in virginia you guys stop in the barn beautiful no no mm. barn time okay <laughs> seems but like a wasted opportunity i got up early on saturday morning i was driving through the valley going north on 81 and i was meeting one of my buddies for breakfast and um what song came on who was and he I, who was he who was the buddy who was uh it? brian dinkle shout out to that's his last name no. dinkle name. tell Not me he was man. a marine he could have been. That would have been a great Marine last. Oh, Dinko! Dinko! Oh, dude, he, he's a beast, too. Uh, he's an electrical contractor, started his own business up in... He grew up with Sarah. So, and him and his wife, his in-laws own, like, a dairy ranch. And Anyways, I met up with him, but on the way up there, um, Kenny Chesney... <laughs> what was the Kenny Chesney song? Um, when he, he had a lot. He goes into the bar, and <laughs> he, he's like... Uh, I um, one thing stronger than the whiskey. Oh, Margaritaville. Side of her holding my baby girl. Oh yeah, um, yeah. No, I, that's the, the good stuff. The good stuff. Oh uh, yeah, that is a good song. I listened to it, and mind you, I'm reminiscing because like that was where when Sarah and I yeah, dated. you were very country. You had, wore the cowboy hat and the boots back then. <sighs> no, I didn't. That was Matt's, that did. was Matt's face. <laughs> there is photographic evidence. But it's it was literally four photographs. Oh, well, you wore it. Okay, I did. Four <laughs> photographs. But, dude, I was just, like, kind of, like, thinking about, like, and then I started thinking about, like, our relationship. But I'm kind of, like, thinking, applying our relationship to that song, you know? Yeah. And then, dude, like, I totally teared up, man. Yeah. Towards the end of the song, because I'm just thinking about Sarah and I. Anyways. And then at the end, I just laughed myself. I was like, get a hold of yourself. You Dinkle, Dinkle came up and knocked on the window. <laughs> you were just like... <laughs> 
No, I did my best. I that's tried funny my best. because me and my my buddy Dustin, I do that too, man. There's we wrong with it. we had a rule in the Marine Corps. It's okay. Was, don't listen to Kenny Chesney because all of his songs were just about like missing high school, yeah. missing hometown. Yeah. Like, Damn, yeah, dude, he sings sucks. about being a teenager way too much. Like, dude, back, mine was yeah. Tim McGraw, man. If you, oh, Tim hell? McGraw's got yeah. some tear jerkers off that I, the black and white album, and uh, God, I can't remember the name of the album. Everywhere, it's your love, and yeah, the, everywhere. Yeah. That's the name yeah. of the album. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was that album. That yeah. album's phenomenal. First song on it was Green Gra- where the green grass, green grass grows. grows yes. yes, that album. Tim, it has a banger. Dude. One after the other. Oh, oh we're dude, getting, yeah. that yeah. yes, <laughs> that reminds me. Struck a chord with Matt. He's so happy right now, dude. That was my. Senior year of high school. I just got ass shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm just in the you middle got, of the Eiffel Tower. You got, got, you got Eiffel shot. Tower, man. That's a big win for you today. Dude, that album like defined like a decade of my life. Mm-hmm. Just that mm-hmm. album. But it came out. What in year my was senior, that? Like 98? 90, I think it came out in 97. 97 but it was during my yeah. senior year, yeah. That was a great album. <sighs> yeah. Good. Oh, I got. Yeah, what was just, the one that. When, what was the song on there? Uh, one of these days you're gonna love me. Dude, that one. The one where they're like getting picked on and everything. It's got a good message. It's, yeah. It's got, but yeah, it makes you feel like, especially and, yeah, because then I was says, a little punk One of these days I'm gonna love yeah, you. Yeah, right. That's Take care the of yourself twist. first. Ooh. That's the twist there, man. But Mine. yeah, dude. Put the mask yeah. on the airplane before you put your neighbors on. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. I think everybody can appreciate there. that. There's something there. All right. Speaking of a point well, on this, if you're episode, still here, yeah. yeah, if you're still here. <laughs> speaking of a point, we haven't gotten to one, and we have like 14 minutes left on this episode. We keep getting asked about the burn the ships. We've been asked about the burn the ships flags by a couple different people. I haven't. You haven't. Well. <laughs> Matt, I have been going through your email, so yeah. I've just been deleting the ones. That Matt, been nobody in. uses AOL. No, FYI, any person anymore. on social media in the last seven months was not me. No. It was him. I've got Matt's. Yeah, I've got Matt's username and login. <laughs> I've been sending DMs to people. Shh, no, you don't. Oh, shh, I'm not gonna hurt I've been you. Been in the AOL chat rooms. Yeah, talking to people. yeah, yeah. I've been, yeah. So, anyways, this. So we've been asked about this. Matt hasn't. I have been asked about this. Your co-host Rob Renz has been asked about burning the ships. And this flag, I don't know, it's some company. We bought it off of Instagram. There was a well-timed Relentless. ad. And I was like, that's super cool. But there's a really good story behind Burn the Ships. Matt, are you, do you know the story behind it? The general, but no. The, no, it was Hernan Cortez. <laughs> which I, I believe he was a, a rank. He was a Spanish conquistador. I did, I mean, they would have had the rank of general, the conquistadors, you think? Yeah, but it would have been like general. Yeah, it's general. Not general. So 19, in 1519, sorry, 1519, he sailed to the New World with 600 men and upon arrival made history by destroying his ships. South America, right? Where'd they land? Mexico. Mexico? Mexico, yeah. So they landed in Mexico, and the story as it goes was that the men didn't really want to fight I guess it would have been the Aztecs that were there at that time. I mean, would you? No. You know, it's the, that's the Yucatan Peninsula, bro. Yeah. They're in Cancun. You're seriously going to storm the beaches of Cancun and be like, let's fight. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to go to Sandals instead. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you realize how many all-inclusives there are within 10 minutes? I'm going to have a Mai Tai margarita made up in my mouth. I'm not fighting. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, they got there. They Make said, margaritas, we, man. We don't want to do it, so Ron Cortez... <laughs> That we is straight need, up that's a shirt. Go. That's a shirt right there. Which, by the way, we still sell the combat cocktail. You can go get yours at signalfire.media. But we're going to have to come up with a, what we just say, mar- make margaritas, not wars. Yeah, I like it. There's a good one in there. So he burned all the ships. He, they, some say he didn't burn the ships. Some say he just scuttled them. But either way, he sunk the ships. And it was to send a message that there's no turning back. We're here. We've been sent here by the royalty in Spain to come and do a job. So he burnt all of his ships. And people have used it as a leadership lesson. That's Ace of Base in the background. Yeah. Don't turn 
Ace of Base. They were a precursor to LFO for sure. I bet you LFO. Oh, they were still the, they were like, still the sexy. Relate, like, we're losing Petty John. Mid nineties. He was just. He just. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to envision. Um, what, what was the What was the band you just said? Uh, Ace, Ace of Base. Of base. Ace I of base. saw I'm the trying sun. To think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And it, it was, was a burnout. I was trying to, was trying to think of a, of a song that I knew of them. Yeah, yeah. Those were the only two that yeah. that I really remember yeah. being. Her all that she wants is another. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They, Which, yeah, they had what three a up. horrible song! Like nobody wants to sing. Those it wasn't lyrics. a child. I don't think they were referring to a child. I think she was referring to like another boyfriend. Or I know, but I didn't know that at freaking twelve years <laughs> yeah. old. Wait, she, man, my sister. So this chick's suck, trying to get man. knocked up again. <laughs> a woman's trying to get knocked up again. <laughs> That's amazing. So the message is: is there's no there's no turning back. There's no turning back. That's what the burn the ships has come to mean. I like that. And we've we've kind of I think tied in it a few uh, past couple of weeks, Brandon. I I thought about this and thought it was relevant because you said I think it was in the last episode, maybe it was the one before it. Go check it out if you haven't listened to it. Where like in 2021 or 2022, like you were looking for employment, the, your practice wasn't going so well. Yep. And that's the point. I think you said you just like dug your feet in the ground and decided to make it work. Yep. Was that kind of a burn the ships moment for you? It was, yeah. I reached out to a couple uh, friends of mine who are sort of mentors in the legal space, different states and everything like that, and they basically gave me the burn the ships talk. You know, I said, look, if you're going to do this, you just need to do it. You know, if you have to, max out every freaking credit card you have if you think that you can make this work. You know, bet on yourself. And so... Yeah, that's what I did, and I, uh, I didn't know the burn the ships uh, slogan then. I, I will, you know, now that I, I know the full story, it's going to become part of my mantra. What uh, what was some of the biggest risks that you remember taking during that time where you're like, I have no idea if this is going to pay off? Um, Well, just the entire risk itself. Uh, I You know, I waited until a great time. You know, I was uh, went out on my own, uh, just bought a brand new house, just had a, my second kid. <laughs> My my wife quit her job to be a stay at home mom. You know it was perfect timing. Yeah, perfect timing for, for yeah. nothing. And like so, oh, this is gonna like I've got a nice safe pillow to land on. Oh, things yeah, don't what happen. What a misogynist. Yeah. yeah, right. Send that woman home to rear these children. She wanted children. to. She's like, I'm not going back to. Dude, the Jenna wants to. She's like, I don't want to do this yeah. like forever. So no, yeah, I'm, you know. So so we woke. just. I know you are. We went like full in. Uh, I cashed out all my 401ks because retirement's for losers, and um, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna bet on myself and. Um, leveraged everything I had, and and it worked out. Um, obviously, you know, we we we, hit, we had a lull, and then finally hit an upswing um, about a year and a half into to having the practice. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, the biggest risk was just doing it. And so, for a while there, I worked at a co working space to save on on overhead. Now I've got you know got since got my own space. I have employees, and so it's um. Yeah, man. But yeah, the, the biggest risk was just like, and I was still fairly new to, to law then. I'd only been in the in the space about two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, You're still looking up codes like you can't Yeah, well, I was them. still call, I was calling other attorneys like, hey, man, I need what to file this motion. Here? Can you send me an example of a motion that you filed? <laughs> You're <laughs> basically plagiarizing other motions. Like, Let me just take 100%. Brandon Pettyjohn PLLCESQ and put it yeah. on their paper. Yeah, and the, you know, the, you make mistakes along the way. Like, I bought this this drafting software because I thought that it was going to be really good and a really good. I could save money by buying it mm -hmm. when I ended up just spending like tens of thousands of dollars over the year on something that that I didn't need yeah. and so like it, it's you know not having and you know 
my past employer who I worked with, you know, is like a real estate commission type of deal where like they were not really my bosses, but they were, they're kind of mentoring me and you kind of work under their license essentially. Yeah. And so like, you know, one of them, you know, had, I don't know, like I, I just like, I didn't get great input on what it was like to be, be an entrepreneur. And so, uh, even though like my dad had like owned like a landscaping company growing up, it was just like family work and, and hard work. And, you know, none of it was like, I, I didn't have any beat the streets, go find clients type of uh, responsibilities with that. So it was a steep learning curve um, for sure. And so just the biggest, I think the biggest risk I took was just doing it. And yeah, and there's value in just doing it because, you know, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to try something, do it. You can always go bankrupt and recover to go bankrupt by 35. I think there's so – I think – yeah, it's good. that's good advice, actually. I think there's so much to un, unpack about something that you just said. Like, you thought you were going to get, you know, like, lessons from these people in entrepreneurship and stuff like that. I thought I was going to get the same in my first entrepreneurial effort. And, and like, within six months, seven months, I was like, I'm not going to get much, yeah. much support in this and and I don't fault those people for it. They were at different points in their career and they had already, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ahead. Yeah. So they've already gone through that like, I have to crush and kill myself, but now I'm getting to that lifestyle that I really enjoy. I have a routine. I was the interruption in their lifestyle. But I don't think I don't at least it wasn't for me and it sounds like it wasn't true for you. I don't know that it's possible to really learn how to do it from anybody else until you're doing it yourself. 100%. Do you agree, Matt? Because you went, you've been on a 19-month, 24-month, like, holy crap, I'm building this airplane while it's in flight, and you weren't really in business for yourself prior to that yeah. when you left the university. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been gnarly. But Prac app is definitely, I mean, going through the process hands-on and actually executing what you're, like, perceiving and what you're learning. Yeah, that's how I learn. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's definite fear, I think, in that. And I think that inherent fear is the difference between being an employee and an employer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just there's nothing wrong with being an employee. But if you feel like, you know, there's a lot of a lot of times when I was an employee, I was like, I could do this. I, I could do this better. No one listens to my input. Yeah. And I, I feel like I said that for years at different jobs until I was finally like, you know what? If I think I can do it so much better, why don't I just freaking do it? Yeah. And so, you know, it's it just if, if you if you don't make that step, that's fine, you know, but find, um, you know, find some sort of, uh, you know, find happiness in what you're doing. And if you're not happy with what you're doing, doesn't mean go start your own company. If that's not something that you're willing to risk, go find a different job, go find a different career, go find something different. There's no reason to kind of be unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, it's interesting. You know, I think of that for a year, four and a half. I think I just had a Joe Biden moment there. Just like, oh, oh, oh. oh dude, yeah. that's what we need to talk about. Well, no, shoot, no, we're, we're not going time. there. We, yeah, we're out of time. Darn. There's catch been, us, there's catch been us next some week. classic bangers, dude. Man. The news, the federal politics news has just been all over the place with a former president. It's just like, it's nuts. I've had to tune myself out of it. Completely. But can we, real quick. Yeah. Who has entered the race? Joe Exotic for America. Yeah, he's he, in. He's you've been in. all over that on your social media. He liked. Did he team? really like your post? Yeah. yeah. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. He liked one of my posts. Yeah. You got to get on Instagram. We tag you and stuff you all the time. You can't be a convicted felon and run for president. Technically, you can. Yes, though. you can. There's it's nothing crazy. in the Constitution. You can now. No. 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 There's, there's nothing, there's in, nothing the in the Constitution that precludes you. The only two disqualifiers. <laughs> Or, uh, yeah, you can't vote. You can't vote for yourself. So what if a convicted president, what would that be like? Because, you know, they always go into the voting booth to vote for themselves on election day. That's like 
become a part of the the media team's like stupid little freaking package of things we shots we have to get with the candidate. So if you're a convicted felon running for president, you can't go into the booth to vote for yourself. Well, it'd be better than Joe Biden's freaking jellyfish brain just bouncing off the walls randomly in the White House, going to bed with a warm milk sippy cup by eight. There's nothing wrong with going to bed with a warm milk sippy cup by eight, because I'm about that life, friend. Hey, I no longer think of myself as a fly as I do. Did you have you heard that? It's, no, I talking heard about the his one, age. It's I amazing. heard the one from Easter, which I was like. What? And then the Dalai Lama sucked a kid's finger, and I'm like, oh, what yeah. is happening? I think we can all agree people? that maybe there should be an age cutoff. Yeah, I, I do I do agree with that. I'm I think term term limits, old. age cutoffs, yes. We gotta do a better job of like merit testing some of these people instead of just going, Oh, they're on the party that I cheer for. Like I'm gonna vote for them. It's Joe Exotic, baby. A Joe, Joe Exotic. Exotic. Is that? Are you? Is this an official endorsement? <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> no. What's his political platform? And yes. what is he running at? <laughs> yes. Does he have? Yeah, He's just he trying to get Carol he Baskin. Just, he just switched officially from Libertarian to Democrat. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because that normally happens. No, nope. yeah. you know, uh-huh. yeah, Libertarians normally they just they don't normally go further and further to the right. They go Libertarian. Yeah, yeah. It's a natural progression. Yeah, it's a natural progression. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I need to know the man's whole platform. So maybe on next week's episode we can. I will write him. Dude, see <laughs> yeah, if we can get him to do. call in. That would be. Or can we do a Zoom call in? Yeah, Guess we could do something. TK will figure it out. We got enough lines Dude, for it. Dude, ask Shot. That would be. Help us. Yeah, yeah. See if you can see if you can hit up the team. Do they follow you now since they liked your? No, but they they follow everything i say about him okay so, well know, new hanover there. county is going to be an important place for him this is a must-win mm-hmm. district we've got that we got gators that here. reptile sanitarium and then that weird little zoo thing Trigembo. on the way down to carolina but beach the one hook is he's in prison and can't <laughs> he's currently in prison yeah oh yes he... that... oh i didn't know that he was in prison yeah. i thought he was just a convicted no, felon. no no no. he's in prison what's he in prison for uh attempted murder, murder for hire <laughs> And violating <laughs> and killing and killing animals without a permit, dude. Have okay. you not watched? No, it? I, have, I never watched. Lion. Are you serious? No, I didn't. Not live. I almost said Carol Lion Baskin. King. Yeah, no, I know about it. I, yeah, I'm, one those, what? Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm one of those people where if everybody's talking about something. I'm gonna be like, I'm okay. That's still the hipster in me. I'm like, ah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get on this thing. Don't with you one say exception, that about yourself, Robert. With one exception, the Making a Murderer Netflix documentary. I was a, ba- I was an evangelist for that. It took I me a while a, to get around it? to that. Yeah. yeah, I like watching Snaps on Oxygen. Ooh, what is <laughs> Snaps? I've been watching Waco on Netflix. Okay. It was pretty good. Is that yeah, that's about good. the Branch Davidian? Yeah, it's like yeah. an actual, cult. not not Dude, the, I, not not the, the actual, miniseries, but okay. it's a documentary okay. on it. It's. Dude, I remember, I, I remember vividly watching that on the news when all yeah. that went down in Waco, when ATF, like, I entered that in the living room. Oof, with, yeah, Maryland. Charlie. I'm, I'm on the 1923 right now. I've been binging yeah. the Yellowstone series, so I can't, I'll get around to yeah, yeah. I'll get around to it. But I'm so into 1923 right now. It's such a good show. It is an absolutely good show. All right. So uh, your, your lesson in Burn the Ships is, is what, Brandon? Just do it. Nike Just do it. it. Nike it. You know, uh, there's always there, someone told me about told told me this when I was talking about for years, like, oh, it's just not the right time to have a kid. You know, it's the same thing with having a kid. It's a never the right time. Never right? Right it's time. never the right time. You know, save up some money, um, cash in some investments, and you know, follow your dreams. I think you'll be I think you'll be really really surprised at yourself when your back's against the wall 
um, and something is looking bleak, like say you're like running really low on operating capital and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to make the next payroll. Mm -hmm. Like at least it's been for me. It's like, okay, I'm going to go out and hunt for something. I'm going to go get something. I'm not just going to sit here and roll over and die. And I think, you know, I've been able to prove that to myself over the last four or five years. I think you have, Matt. I know you certainly have. It's like when you put that with yourself in that situation and things are kind of getting like a little hairy, you'll figure it out. You'll find a way to figure it out. Or you or, won't. Or you won't. Yeah. And, and then there's, you f- know. Figure that out. Figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, Matt. Matt, you going fishing later on today? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I need to go. I know. That's why I asked, because you said you have a hard stop, and I'm right at an hour, buddy. And I'm not going fishing to have fun. I'm, I'm working with Jordan. I disagree. Fish camp. I disagree. I think any time out on the water, even with its, when it's with children, is... Six-knot-headed kids? Yeah. No, I, kids. Yeah, little boys. I went, I went and brought Olivia some cup. No, dude, they're awesome. They're awesome. No, they're not. <laughs> no, At least the ones too. I've fished with. Mark, uh, April 12th. All right, if your kids are on... Matt's charter on April 12th. You heard it here first. I think that was defamation, or is that libel, slander? Which legal category does that fall under? I'm his attorney, so no comment. Okay, no comment. I love that about you. I love that about you. It's going to do it for this episode of Signal Fire Radio. Until next time, go out, feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe, and go be a Signal Fire in your community. We will talk to you next week. And drink Ashok. Ashok. Thank you, Ashok. Ashok. Alright, love you guys. I gotta go. Thanks, buddy. Dude, that was sick, like, right, right there. Dude, that was so much fun, though. That was great.